pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 180 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodman, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodman. Hello there. In this episode, we're going over our thoughts on the Rise of Skywalker update. Yes, we're talking about it again, but this time it is in relation to our thoughts on the movie as well. We're going to go over some spoiler-free thoughts on the Rise of Skywalker, as well as our experiences with the game and just an overall view of the content that we got based on the movie. Let's get started. Okay. We watched Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Yesterday, actually, as we're recording this, it is Thursday, the 16th of January. Yes, we did not watch the movie on launch day. We wanted to watch it soon and around that time frame, but because of schedules and wanting to watch it with the entire family, it just did not happen. And I got spoiled on quite a few things before going into the movie uh, because of the, the weight that we had. Um, and I got spoiled by John Boyega, funnily enough. Overall, it was an enjoyable movie. There are a lot of problems with it. Um, mostly, my thoughts on it are, it was basically, okay, you didn't like that, let's do the opposite of that, and then turn it up to 1,000, and basically say, oh, so there's Star Wars fans there, you're gonna love all of this. Um, what are your thoughts on it, Sam? It was pretty good. It wasn't like super amazing. It was kind of just, it was all right. It seemed they set up too much in The Last Jedi to close it off in one movie. So yeah, they, they kind of had a, a giant chore list to do and they kind of just did it really briefly on everything because they couldn't fit it all in the movie. So yeah, it was all right. It wasn't, it was not my favorite of the three. Mm-hmm. It's actually probably my least favorite of the three. Really? Yeah. Probably. I mean, just off the top of my head right now. The Force Awakens is my favorite. I'm going to have to watch the movie again. Lash, too. There's a bunch of, to process in that movie for sure. There's definitely a lot. Um, great characters, great worlds. I don't I don't agree with a lot of the, the decisions they, they chose to go with on a lot of what they they did in the movie. But it was definitely Star Wars. Like There was no moment where I was like, this is not Star Wars. It, it felt like Star Wars the entire movie through. So there's there's that part of it. It was definitely Star Wars. I enjoyed the movie. It was a very fun movie to watch. I was making fun of all the things that are just like, oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Gasp. Um, and the entire time, anytime there was something in the movie that was in Battlefront, I pointed out. <laughs> Which, let's go into that. So, having played, we, we played the Rise of Skywalker content before watching the movie. And we had the same experience with uh, The Last Jedi. We um, we got that, the new map crate, and a couple of the experiences from that movie in Battlefront. And I love that. I love that. I love being able to play on a planet before I watch the new Star Wars movie and then actually feel better connected to it because of that. Definitely. That's even with some of the characters in the, the previous games too, like Nyan, Nub, Nib. Like now that once you watch the original trilogy, you have some sort of connection with them because you played his character in Battlefront. So it's nice that Battlefront 
It does like even weapons. Like you'll point out weapons that you see. Like you know mm-hmm. that's a anytime DA-17. I watch. Yeah, anytime I watch the original trilogy, I always take note of the weapons, and that is because of Battlefront 2015 and the great. It's a little job easier to done. point out the original trilogy weapons because they're a little more straightforward. And I just find it easier to. Well, the weapons were a huge part of Battlefront 2015, and you, you really, at least I felt connected to the the, the guns more. Yeah, I could like that. name every gun, yeah. and in this game, I mean, there's a couple that I that I prefer on certain classes, but for the most part, it's kind of just whatever I'm defaulted with. I don't really delve too much in the, the mm-hmm. weapons, to be honest. And that is something that a lot of fans would want more of, are more weapons. Uh, we're getting them in the strangest of places with the new reinforcements. Like, the new reinforcements get new weapons, but the the main, the assault, the heavy, the officer, and the specialist, they haven't gotten any new weapons since launch. What are your thoughts on that? They've been, even with the, I mean, there's obviously customization within the abilities, but there hasn't been any added abilities either, mm-hmm. really. And that's mainly because of the, basically, the corner that they built themselves into when they they made the game. The card system and the trait system and the the star cards in general really limited them on, they can only have that amount of cards. They can't add anymore. They can only change them. At least that's what I gather from the communication that we've gotten from the developers is that the the system that they put in place really limits them on the amount of content they Shouldn't they be able to modify the system though? Not if it's like ingrained into the game. Yeah. Like you change that. Well, anyway, there's obviously useless cards that they could scrap and. Yeah. And and they've done that. They've been doing that too. If something's not used or if it's not used, I don't want to say properly, but if it's not used in a way that the class should be used, they change it. Right. Even if they like cycled through maybe a couple cards that they would cycle through different ones just to see what works, that'd be cool. But yeah, the classes just haven't really been been messed with all that much but back to back to the main topic a bunch of the things i noticed were the classes and the the races they added like the um was it the is it the kfx spy yeah kfx spy i just barely noticed like at the very end you can see the species but Uh it's not really in battle or doing like spy stuff or anything and i know i know there is somewhat of a a very small subset of the community that's like, why did we get these people when we could have gotten these people? I love it when they grab people from the background and can go a little more off the walls with it. I personally love the Avician Gunner. like that. That is great. And we didn't see the Avician Gunner as we do in Battlefront in the movie. Um, we do see a character voiced by Mark Hamill, I believe, but in the movie. Yeah, and obviously the, the First Order side is a little more discernible to see, like, mm-hmm. the... Um Except the for the Sith Trooper. trooper is I, like, I did see the Sith Trooper. But it was there, but barely. Yeah, it, was still, it still looks awesome. That's a really yeah. cool-looking skin. And the um, the jump pack guy is in there, too, and that's really yes. cool. They can fly now? <laughs> they can fly now. Oh, they fly now! They fly now? They fly now! Yeah, I, I greatly enjoyed my experience of playing the games first and then going into Battlefront. Like, it was a much more enjoyable experience because of that. And because I can be like, that person's in Battlefront, that person's in Battlefront. You can play that map in Battlefront, and that part of the map in Battlefront. Um, it was it was re- really fun for, for me, at least. I had a great time in the movie theater just pointing out all this stuff. What, what do you think of the map selection? Ajon Kloss. Like, as far as what they could have picked out of the movies? Yeah. I thought that was a good choice, and they obviously could have picked something with more variety. 
because that's pretty we've had jungle planets quite a couple times yeah. before I mean, my personal want of the movie, without any spoilers, um, is a certain certain temple field ma- um, planet that plays a pivotal role in the movie. And it's something, I mean, it's more of the color palette of Sullust, which we don't have in Battlefront 2. Definitely in this movie, there's, a, there's not really a wide variety of, like big maps to choose from it's they a bunch go of small three freaking sand planets yeah the sand they i would like that's the common theme of star wars movies is sand planets they go from tatooine is in the movie we see jakku jakku's in the movie and there was another and then the third sand new sand planet i didn't know there were so many different shades of sand yeah there's definitely a different fill to each one but as far as the movie goes i've like, obviously, The Last Jedi, there's a bunch of options for big, larger-scale game-mode maps. But in this movie, I feel like there's a bunch of smaller game-mode map mm-hmm. options because a lot of them would be better suited to, like, heroes versus villains or, yeah, or like, Blast or something like that. I still would like to have seen... Was it Kajimi? Is it called Kajimi? It's basically a, um, a city in the middle of a mountain range. And I think that would have been cool. I just want to see a city in, the, <laughs> in right. Battlefront 2. It's one of my favorite types of maps to play in uh, multiplayer shooters. Um, I really enjoy that kind of that kind of experience. Because I mean, we get it a little bit in Moss Eisley where you can get on top of the buildings. Uh, you can go into the buildings. That kind of experience it definitely adds multi-layered um, experience to the game. Yeah, the only other city map I can think of is the... Um Bespin was that was a nice map. Yeah, but it's not. Um, we we get the Cloud City part for Battlefront Two, right? I meant for Battlefront Two thousand fifteen. Yeah, Battlefront twenty fifteen. Like that's, had a great that's the only map. instance I can really think of apart from most Eisley that's like really a big city format. Yeah, but I would definitely say more. I can't really think of another hero or villain they could have added. Like just just off the top of my head, watching the movie, obviously mm-hmm. there's like Poe and stuff like that. But there wasn't any big characters that really were like you, the folk, the focal point of the movie that they should be added. There was like basically the same set of characters through all three movies. There wasn't yeah. really much variation. Yeah, and that's why I think the, they went the reinforcement route for for adding stuff like that. Yeah, um, and I think I'm my opinion. I, I know it's not. I know there is a subset to the of the community that, that don't at least initially, did not enjoy the announcement for BB-8 and BB-9E. But I think they're great. And BB-8 definitely shines in this movie. Uh, I mean, in in the movie, it's don't underestimate a droid, is said. And I think that's, that is that is fair to say about BB-8 and BB-9E, which we'll be getting later in this month. Yeah, and that's unique. I mean, I'm, I'm glad they're adding it just because it's something different. But yeah, like I said, there's not really many big heroes or villains like really yeah really like could do um that are like feasible to add captain you could probably pride like, <laughs> yeah you could like reach for them and like snoke or something like that but yeah there's not really like understand why they went the reinforcement route for sure mm-hmm. yeah and I, I i love what they've been doing with the reinforcements i think it's cool to see going and looking for the future do you think we'll get any more content based around the rise of skywalker i think maybe maybe some maps i could yeah. see maps being added or i would love to yeah. see more maps from rise of skywalker maybe like some weapons or 
I don't know some I think weapons are weapons and uh, maps are the only ones I can think of but I think they're probably going to close it out and maybe I mean I wish they would hit up the original trilogy again funny that you mentioned that um one of the team members on dice one of the design directors on battlefront 2 um a guy named manuel great guy in the community um has been tweeting a lot about the original trilogy and has been and this is more like let's let's put our tinfoil hats on and kind of go into some conspiracy theories but he has been liking a lot of con uh, a lot of tweets in regards to original trilogy coming to capital supremacy which I would absolutely love. Which is really only fair because we had the prequel little mm-hmm. run that was a little run that was kind of a long run. <laughs> then now we have the the Rise of Skywalker and all of that content coming and that's going to round out. So the only thing left is the original trilogy as far yeah. as that goes. I would love for the original trilogy to get shown some love. I think it's a, a great era for them to draw inspiration from, and I would love to play the original trilogy planets that we've gotten in the game. I would like to see them add most of the original trilogy content that was in Battlefront 2015 as well. Mainly the heroes like Dengar was really cool, yes. Greedo, Nyana. There's so many good original trilogy heroes and villains that they kind of neglected on. I mean, honestly, they should have added everything as far as heroes and villains go to the game. It only seems right. They selected an interesting amount. I mean, guess the kind of all-stars of them. But yeah. I mean, the cool thing about Battlefront 2015 was kind of highlighting some of the lesser-known heroes and vill- uh, villains and giving them sort of flesh on that. So I would like to see that added. If they do make a Battlefront 3, they should call it Star Wars Battlefront Ultimate Edition. <laughs> right. <laughs> and just do Super Smash Bros. where everything that was in Battlefront everything. 1 and Battlefront 2 is in this new game. Uh, but I do agree with you. I would love to see that content carry it over. Again, it's not just like a click, copy, and save to Battlefront 2. It's They do have the models, but I think some of the models are even... Even that side of things is a little difficult to put into the game um, because the whole hero system is completely different. Yeah, that's true. But like, even just giving the time to do that, that would be really, really yeah. cool to see. And they already have these heroes. I mean, obviously, we want to see new stuff. But I mean, if they do want to add greed, I wouldn't be complaining and, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And they redo it, but it's still they have the abilities already squared away. So they have the majority of the work done. On that train of thought, we've got the prequel trilogy had a long and hefty run as terms of content support. Um, I imagine we'll get it, we'll be getting at least partially a good support for the new trilogy. We've got co-op that has been added for the sequel trilogy maps, and we've got the capital supremacy coming later this month for the sequel trilogy content as well, as well as BB-8 and BB-9E. But after that, I would love to see, after we get like a run of hopefully support, maybe adding some some maps from Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi, Force Awakens, something like that. Something that's not a jungle or a sand planet, please. Or uh, the snow planet, because those, those are pretty yeah. boring too. Or Snow Planet. We've got Circular Base already. We've got Jakku. We don't need any more sand, snow, or jungle planets. Please. We need some, like, volcanic Mustafar-type 
planet. Mustafar would be be awesome. Yeah, they have so much they could have added in um, the prequel run, but that's in the past. So yeah, (laughs) Um, but I would love to see them go full force onto the original trilogy once they get past the sequel trilogy, because there, like we said, there is a great great selection of content there. There's a great selection of maps. I would love to see Sullust return to Battlefront. Uh, it was one of my favorite maps in Battlefront 2015. Honestly, if they may, maybe just did like a vote for people to add maybe one villain, one hero, and one map to this game over from uh, Battlefront 2015, that'd be really cool to see. Yeah. And they don't have to add too much stuff. And they give mm-hmm. some community involvement, so that'd be nice to see what the people really want and get that kind of yeah going or at least give them an idea of what the community is asking for because maybe they say okay this is kind of what they're looking for but instead of solace we'll choose this planet which is similar to solace just because we want to get new content in the game and maybe instead of coruscant we use this map or something like that um which would be a shame i love coruscant please bring coruscant into the game yeah i think i think it's all signs are pointing towards at least original trilogy coming to capital supremacy. That would be, I think it should be on every, every era anyway. So that'd be awesome to see. And I like seeing like improvements within the game. That's not necessarily adding new content, but kind of just spreading what they have because they definitely have segregated certain game modes and, you certain even certain um, classes and stuff like that. So just spreading that around and kind of making it a little, a little equal and all of that. That would be really nice to see. I mean, they have they have so much stuff they can add, you know, or improve on. Whether it be adding content or just you know improving on what they already have. Mm-hmm. I would just like to thank the developers of Battlefront for adding co-op. Co-op is hands down my favorite game mode to play right now. Um, it's just such a fun experience to be playing against these AI and in a way that that gives you a little more freedom and a little more fun. It's just a fun game mode to play. Yeah, you don't have to worry. I mean, you don't really have to worry about being too competitive because they're AI. I mean, obviously they're pretty good, but it's mm-hmm. really chill and you can just kind of mess around and stuff. Yeah, just it, it's a really, really good idea. And I didn't think I was going to like it at first, but now it's a really, really cool game mode. And it's really easy to get into a game of because all you need is four people. Like that is the best. When you don't need to wait for a full lobby of 40 people to, to spawn in um, or join in. It's overall just a fun game that I, when I have the time, when I, when I want to play Battlefront and I don't want to play any of the big game modes, but I want to get that experience, but not too long, I hop into co-op. Especially if you can like get a few friends on there, you can have a lot of fun for sure. Definitely, it's playing with uh, hashtag shout out um, our cousin uh, Bo on co-op and had a great time playing on there, and it's really fun when you get into a party and it can able are able to kind of communicate and just say, okay, we're going for this one, and okay, um, someone's just about to shoot you in the back. I'll get them and. Um, Vice versa. Hopefully this um, co-op, I mean, there's so much stuff they can add and just going on, but I wish they could add some sort of survival type wave based game mode on an online form, kind of like co-op, you know, just, you know, go in with four people and kind of just survive different waves of varying difficulty and AI. Kind of like really the, cool um, was it the missions in Battlefront 2015? It was the missions. I, I think it's survival, survival. right? Yep. 
survival. Survival in Battlefront 2015 was that where you spawn in and something like that. Uh, we got the Platinum on Battlefront 2 on PlayStation, and that was the hardest trophies to get. Yeah, that one's pretty rough. You do them all on with master difficulty. Yeah, you have to do all of the difficulties. And the AI is just ridiculous. I mean, AI is such a fickle thing, and in that game, master just gave them like auto-aim, yeah. so they couldn't miss. They could be like turning, facing the opposite direction and still hit you. <laughs> so that's a little janky, but not necessarily like a finite amount of waves maybe just like you know an endless see how far you can get would yeah. be really cool that would definitely be fun another thing that we finished this was a while ago when uh, mandalorian ended we binged the rest of the season that is something i would absolutely love to see in battlefront 2 and a great tie-in to that is it's rumored that Aiden versio is going to be in season two of the Mandalorian, which would be a perfect, perfect reason to add Mandalorian to Battlefront 2. Maybe just do like a wave of Mandalorian content, kind of like, because this is different. We've never had Star Wars television prior mm-hmm. to this, so it'd be interesting to see how that plays into the game. If Iden Versio gets in, I can't see them not adding some sort yeah. of Mandalorian content. I would love to see that. And like, and I hope it's not like a Mandalorian skin for both. For Boba Fett, yeah, like, I he's a completely different would character. Want the the new content. There's a bunch of the cool worlds, stuff like that on there, and this would be the, like the perfect time to add it because we're done with the um, we're done with the new trilogy, and the original trilogy has been touched quite a bit, and we have a bunch of content prior, so this would be a nice new thing to do. Maybe and then eventually do the original trilogy and kind of just slide this in here because they could definitely add some cool content from that. Yeah. And we will be seeing the future of we will be seeing the future of support for Battlefront 2 in I think February or so. We're we're going to be look, getting a community transmission on what the future of the game is going to look like. In 2019, Battlefront 2 in the U.S. was number eight in the most downloaded game on PlayStation. Number eight for a game that came out two years ago. Battlefront 2 is experiencing a renaissance, is what I'm, what I'm calling it. It is one of the best gaming comebacks in the history of gaming comebacks. A game that was panned by launch from a lot of miscommunication and loot crates and all of this stuff. And now we are experiencing a, a rise in the content, a rise in the community, and I think it's a great thing to see. It's a great community to be a part of, and we welcome all newcomers. Definitely a good incentive to add more quality content too because they have you know the initiative to do it because there's a bunch of fan base around it so yeah so the new clone war season is coming out in february maybe they do something in regards to that that could be interesting to see they could be just do like a set of tv yeah like seasons that'd be awesome to do uh maybe it's the clone wars and we get it this is like my ultimate dream like this happens and i am a kid in a candy store but they add a a final send-off for the Clone Wars with the final season of the Clone Wars and do Asajj and Ahsoka. Their play styles is very similar. They both have two lightsabers, so they can really swap back and forth with that very easily. They're great characters. And then when we get that through, we get original trilogy content would be great to see. And then in the fall, when season two of Mandalorian comes out, it would be a great tie-in to see Mandalorian content for Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, you have two seasons of content, so 
Yes. Yeah, a bunch of options. Yeah, def- I, I definitely think they should start. They should use more of the the insider look that they had with the Rise of Skywalker to get some Mandalorian content in the game. And that all depends on royalties and all of the dirty business stuff in regards to content and distribution rights and all of that. But I think it would be great to see. Going forward, one, one, one last topic before we end this episode. Going forward, would you rather see more smaller game mode stuff or more larger game mode stuff? I think I would rather see smaller game mode stuff. And why is that? I don't know. I, I kind of like the feel of the smaller game modes and even the maps are really neat. They're always cool, the little maps, a lot of detail in that because you have that little space and you can explore a little more. But like all my all my favorite game modes are smaller game modes. Like Hero Showdowns, one of my favorites. Hero versus Villains is really, really fun. I'd like to see a unique smaller game mode for mm-hmm. sure. Again, I would love to see a, what would be amazing is if it was a smaller game mode like Heroes vs. Villains, but with reinforcements. Also, I would love to see a return for jetpack cargo, especially with the new mechanics for jetpacks. Yeah, so many options for smaller game modes. I mean, they could continue with the Ewok hunt little trend mm-hmm. there, which would be extremely popular. That would be so much fun, like yeah. a hunt type string of a just different species varying on the planets and like we said many time before the reinforcement mm-hmm. kind of blast would be awesome to see limited time only game modes are still a thing i would love to see more of that i think it's a great way to unite the community into one game mode and you get in you play it you get out and then if it's something interesting they can rotate it but i love the the kind of exclusives exclusivity that gives the gameplay i think that's about it for this episode of the star wars battlefront podcast thank you so much for listening i've been your host sage goodwin and i'm sam goodwin you can follow us on twitter at swb podcast on instagram our new instagram page follow for memes follow for content on the show follow for all kinds of cool stuff there. And that is at SWB Podcast as well. We're also on Facebook, which is the same content as Instagram. Just carry it over to Facebook because they've got the cool built-in thing on that. So if you don't use Instagram, but use Facebook, don't use Facebook, but use Instagram kind of thing. We've got all those covered as well as our Twitter, which is the most popular way to follow the show. We've got 1,000, almost 200 followers on there. And we would greatly appreciate a follow there and uh, to add you to the awesome community that is the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast community. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, like friend of the podcast, Joseph Loera. You can also support us on PayPal, paypal.me slash sheep, like friend of the podcast, Daniel Schilling, or on Cash App, like friend of the podcast, Eric. And on, on Cash App, it is dollar sign SWB Podcast. A great free way to support the show is through leaving us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. We would greatly appreciate a review there. It gives us great feedback and lets other listeners know what's going on with the show. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast and our Gmail is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. That is a great way to get a hold of us and uh, let us know your thoughts on future content, um, future stuff you want us to cover on the show, and um, just to say hi. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you find podcasts, you can find this show. And soon to come, you'll be able to find much more kind of content on the Stars Battlefront Podcast YouTube channel. 
We're looking to revamp that and uh, possibly do some streaming. Getting a studio soon, and it has hardware Ethernet with 200 megabits per second up and down. So we'll be able to stream finally. As always, thanks for listening. And may the force be with you. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Hey, Sam, how's it going? Good, good.